Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello. I will literally flip my shit. The subway scene made me have to change my pants. Sorry, I'm a hot mess. Know that you both are in our mouths every day. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Hey, welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I am Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through on normal seasons. Hello, I am Ben Humming, the baby brother, and your sunshine into Gotham. This is the Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast where my broskies and I get together to talk about all things Batman. And today we're doing an animated series episode. Which one? Yay. Is it the one with Poison Ivy and uh, Harley Quinn? You know, we're Who? not allowed to do that Who? one yet because oh, yeah. when I have any say in anything, we have to stick to the rules. But when y'all <laughs> smuts get to do whatever we you want, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, we are discussing Make Them Laugh today. But before we get into that, is there anything new or exciting in y'all's geeky little lives? Yeah, so um, my wife has been watching a really dumb show on Netflix. It's called Siren. And she, she even admits how dumb it is. And she's had this physical therapy on her her calf going on. And But in the morning, she gets up and, you know, she has to do these stretches. And she has to do them on like a step. So I will go, like, I'll get up and do whatever I'm doing, and she'll be at the bottom of the steps in her basement, just standing there on this bottom riser, and she'll just hiss, like she's a mermaid from this stupid show, and it's really, really creepy, but really, really amusing. Um, so that's, like, a very odd thing. So I, I, she hasn't scared the children yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to if they just go to open the basement steps, and she's standing down there hissing at people, so... Um, hissing? Hissing? Yeah. Yes. Hissing. You guys are yeah. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> he says that okay. as I'm sitting here in my Condiment King T-shirt that I have. So yeah, uh, well that that, that is acceptable. That's a, that's that's, that's, a, that's acceptable. But first <laughs> of all, there's nothing dumb about mermaids, so I don't believe that the show could be anything but perfection. Um, um, if you would. <laughs> If you'd like to hear me talk all about mermaids, you can go over to my spinoff podcast, What's New Nancy Drew, where <laughs> Jake's wife, Sarah, and I recap the CW's Nancy Drew show, and I uh, talk about mermaids almost every episode. So, there you go. Thanks oh, for that, Aaron. I've had enough mermaids. Thank you. <laughs> nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> I had to. Mermaids. Uh, so, we're sitting here recording. I'm sitting in the comic closet, which uh, is also known in the floor plan of my house as the foyer closet um <laughs> <laughs> the floor plan of your house yeah <laughs> just change it just change it nice uh and i'm eagerly awaiting um the arrival of a kickstarter i think i talked about this around a year ago and it's finally Ooh. on its way it's scheduled for delivery today uh zombicide second edition Ooh. uh the board oh, game nice. is coming so 
Um, Are you just waiting for the mailman to show up so you can like hiss at him? Uh, no, I'm I'm abandoning the show and going out the moment I hear that. The reason I'm recording in the closet is I'm closer to the front door then, so I can hear him knock when he gets here and just be like, peace out, guys, and go. Oh, fair. Nice. We can talk about him. Perfect. Yeah, that's fine. Great. Uh, so good. yeah, so we're going to be cracking that. I've seen some pictures posted on Facebook of people who've started to receive theirs, and it comes in like six boxes, and so I'm just oh, wow. so excited to dive into all those miniatures, and we're going to read uh, the new updated rules and play tomorrow night, I think. So. Nice, that sounds fun. Nice. Yeah, you've talked about the game, and I, I'd love to play it sometime. You know, I think we're we're all like, I get my second shot next week, and Ben's clear, and you get your second in a couple weeks, and I think we're getting close to that time that we can... Uh, play pogs and uh get together pogs! and <laughs> record back in person and so close so you know, close so yeah we'll have to we'll have to have a game night or something soon mm-hmm. nice well jake you said that you've been waiting for that for about a year uh takes me to my week in geek guess what today is saturday uh, <laughs> it is saturday the day we're recording it's the one year anniversary of my video game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, coming out. Oh my gosh. Jesus, how that did was you get around back to that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually... So so my Weekend Geek is that a couple days ago, I started replaying the original Final Fantasy VII for the first time since I was a teenager. And I didn't even realize... I knew the anniversary was coming up, but this morning I got a Facebook notification because, of course, I posted when it came out. And, uh, yeah, so playing the remake or playing the original is really kind of trippy because I've got, like, my nostalgic memories and then, like, uh, like now. But then How many also, Chocobos like, did you find it. today? None. I'm not that far yet. I haven't gotten to any Chocobos, but I am almost done. I've only played, like, five hours, and I'm about to finish the story part that the remake covers. So the entire nice. remake game is only the first five hours of the original game. So I'm almost done with it. Nice. So it's been fun. Good deal. And uh, fun. yeah, Josh just got his switch back. So now I don't feel as guilty taking <laughs> up the television. So he, he, he's just been sitting there on his phone while I've been playing lately. Aww. So we're done. Yeah, it's fixed. They were able to fix his switch. So we are a happy household once again. That's good. That's good. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Should we get into this uh, episode we watched? Yeah, that sounds good. What, what what did we watch, Ben? We watched an episode from season three-ish, I believe. Uh, the seasons uh, of the Batman the Animated Series are a little weird. Um, yeah, it's technically listed as season two, episode 12. Okay, I think it's like the third DVD set. So anyways, mm-hmm. it's before, the, it's it's near the end of the original animation before they change up the art. And this is a story where we get three really cool, really impressive new villains. Um, They've all got their costumes and their gimmicks, and we get to meet the Condiment King, which is why we're doing this episode, because it ties back into Aaron's choice Uh, that he made. Yes, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mitchell. All right. right. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's not Mitchell this time. It's actually a comedian named Buddy. And uh, he had some other comedian friends that all also become um, lovely super villains called Pack Rat and Mighty Mom. And we find yeah. out that something mischievous is going on to control these people. And that mischievous person is the Joker. So let's get into it. 
I, I have a hard time believing that the Joker would be up to anything but good. You know, I mean, it's just how he is. He just well, wants to Harry, make people laugh. Love that, yeah. Did you love that the Joker created the Condiment King? I, I did. And that does tie into the comic that we read last week uh, with him being Jokerized. So, oh, yeah. you know, I think, so it does kind of have some kind of, I don't like the buddy name and his voice as the condiment King. I thought was really off. I know we joked last week that his voice would be more high pitched, like, you know, like freckle or pimple face guy. And mm-hmm. I did not see him as being uh, envisioning him as this like old comic uh, with this gravelier voice, but yeah, yeah it's it just like a him. generic man voice. Yeah, I think his costume in this was very much like the costume of the Lego Condiment King in the mm. Lego movie or Batman movie. Yes, and I, I, I actually think uh, I prefer this costume. Maybe it's just because it's the original one and it's yeah. what I you know first was introduced. Because this is the very first appearance of the character. He came into the like uh, mm-hmm. some future characters like uh, Renee Montoya, which we've talked about on the show, and then some other ones. He was one of them that spun directly out of the animated series and then has been brought into the comics. Um, I like the, the pickle hat and the, the teal, mm-hmm. the teal. No, 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 no. It is a, it is a pickle cowl. Oh, it cowl. is like a Batman <laughs> cowl. It like comes out of his little jumpsuit and yes. wraps around his head it is fantastic. <laughs> well, I, I love the fact that he has these, you know, semi-sophisticated squirt guns hooked up to some kind of pneumatic, you know, tank on his back and all this stuff. Right, and right. yet he still has his tidy whiteies on the outside of his suit. <laughs> and they're very clearly, you know, white underwear. Like they make sure they draw the lines oh, yeah. with the little yeah. <laughs> hatch and everything. So that was very funny. Yeah. Um, he also just pulls a packet of hot sauce out. It's not even a hot sauce weapon. It's right. just a pack of hot sauce. Yeah, and just squirt in someone's mouth. <laughs> now, the Mater G, the Mater G at this restaurant really needs to uh, kind of step up his observation skills because he just kind of like, and also the everybody that was in the elevator. Right. They don't see this guy <laughs> in the back of them, like paying any attention, <laughs> dressed in his full gear and. You know what they think he was like the waiter or something. I don't know. I, the I people mean, in Gotham, Gotham, yeah, they have to be so. Uh, what's the word? Uh, Dumb. Yeah, <laughs> they have to be. You know, see these costume characters all over the city every single day that they just they just pay no attention to them unless there's like a gun or you know somebody screaming or maniacally laughing. They're like, man, it's fine. He's probably just you know robbing somebody else, not me. So. Batman gets the call that something's going on and he just, you can see him just kind of like groan and say, as he goes, it's going to be one of those nights when he has to go stop like what's being described. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something about a, some, a hostage situation with a mustard gun. And like he does not take uh, Stanley serious at, or, or I'm sorry, buddy, buddy Stanley yeah. uh, serious at all this entire episode. And that's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me. he does not. Yeah. He tries to like talk him out of it. He's like, "This doesn't have to get bad. Like, you can make a choice to like stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you, he's, he's like, okay, like you're, yeah." And then, especially once he finds out that it's a comedian and that he was like mind controlled, I liked that spin. I remembered this episode as it was going, but I couldn't remember like the next step. Um, mm. And I actually don't think that the standout for me when I was a kid was 
the Condiment King. I think it was yeah. Mighty Mom. <laughs> 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 Who that? I mean, that was clearly based on Roseanne Barr, right? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Time, yeah, time period wise and everything, because this was this was early nineties. Well, and she so. wasn't a stand up; she was a sitcom actress. And the the small little segment of her sitcom that they show is, you know, she's telling kids to eat their food, and she doesn't care if they like it, and she's all gruff and mean about it, you know, kind of right in uh, that Roseanne Barr esque mm-hmm. style. But yeah. yeah. She shows up with a mop, and uh, she's got an egg beater on her belt. And uh, she, she kind of kicks Robin's ass a little bit for a while. I um, Aaron, she spanks Robin, literally spanks <laughs> Ben, did that, him, that, that reminded course... me. That reminded me so much of uh, of the reverse "I Love Lucy" episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> Where Ricky spanks Lucy, and yeah, he takes her... awkwardly look at each other. <laughs> I remember that moment very clearly, though. <laughs> oh, and he said, "Oh, Lucy, you've been bad." <laughs> yeah. bad. Jake, have you seen that episode? No, I have no idea what you two are talking about. There are multiple episodes of "I Love Lucy" where Ricky spanks her. It is very much not of the time, or it's not of these times. But uh, oh no, yeah, it's... Mom spanks Robin, and uh, yeah. <laughs> So which so in this show I don't remember this, maybe, is a, this is a Dick Grayson that is like getting ready to go to college like this is like a seventeen year old boy that she is spanking like it's very inappropriate yeah I, I think oh, he man. may be in college at this point right because the, there's a few episodes of this show where he's away at the university or maybe it's a yeah yeah you're right yeah mm-hmm. even think, before I think the this is Archangel. like a 18 19 year old man oh man <laughs> yes, yes that makes it better it's, in my opinion then. yeah so uh, he's slightly he's... less cringe and a little more yeah. kink <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is that maybe this is you know this is only uh i think 10 episodes away from uh the changeover to the new animation so maybe this is the moment that drives him to uh leave Gotham and grow his mullet and mm. go all dark. He's like, the, you know, I'm into it. I'm into something much different now, Batman. Thank you. So. This is the actual origin of Nightwing. Right. <laughs> yes. That would be, that would be really, I funny. never had a mother figure until this moment and it's changed. Me. Aaron, what did you think of uh pack rat? Uh, I thought Packrat was uh, was pretty hilarious when he's trying to rob everybody at whatever store Alfred is shopping at, uh, and where he just he doesn't want any- yeah, like conveniently, he doesn't want anything worth anything. He just takes like all their trash and <laughs> junk, and then like, <laughs> and he's he's shooting like a like a machine gun. Yeah, he's got like, like a little around. Uzi. Yeah, yeah, he's got like so he can afford bullets, but I don't know where if he's not taking anything worth anything. I'm not sure how he's financing his little uh, crime spree but i did like his outfit and well he ends up being the most life-threatening with that gun because he just yeah you know doesn't care you know being brainwashed and all he's going after anybody but he just wants their garbage um I, when i was watching <laughs> right, this, if he didn't have the gun it's like let him just do his thing That's the right. yeah. <laughs> give me your trash <laughs> here's a receipt go away bye <laughs> Right. I like that he takes the cash drawer and dumps out the cash and just takes the drawer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Give him a CVS receipt and you could tie him up with it. That'd be good. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, his outfit very much is reminiscent of like a knockoff Mickey Mouse, right? It's got the big round ears on Mm -hmm. top. And uh, I was trying to figure out if they were trying to make a joke about Disney there, you know, with the WB versus Disney all that. I don't think so. I don't, so. I don't think rat. so either. I was wondering if maybe there was a moment that was missed to make that joke, but I'm not sure. It would have been real. Like, if they wanted to, it would have been easy to make his costume look more like Mickey. Yeah. Like have so. it be black instead of yeah, or like gray the, or whatever. The buttons on the front or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all, all three of our villains that we have mentioned here, we find out that all of them were judges on this um, this TV show where they are uh, trying to pick the funniest person in Gotham. So all three of the judges on this, this show have been, you know, been committing crimes and, and are unable to fulfill their judge duties, which is, you know, very shocking to a lot of Gotham. And yet, <laughs> yet, they have no judges, but yet everybody still has their tickets and shows up for the right. event. The show must go on. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah, if, like, Simon Cowell about... became, like, a costume villain, that maybe they'd put, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they'd put that show on hiatus for a week or so, but maybe not. Right. Wouldn't you think? Maybe not. America's I would love to talent. see Paula Abdul dancing around in a costume, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so this whole plot to drive and mind control these villains is, is hatched by... Uh, not too late into the episode, it's revealed as the Joker, who has stolen some of Jervis Tech. I can never say his name. Jervis Tech. Uh, yeah, that guy. Uh, Mad Hatter. Some of his mind control stuff, and he's put it on the judges to uh, get them out of the comedy show so that he can put his own stooges in as the judges <laughs> and automatically win because he was snubbed the year before. Yeah, let's talk about that. So a year before we see him as just this guy. Was that the Joker in a costume a year oh, okay. before? So, or did yes. the entirety of this TV show happen in less than a year um, with him being the Joker. That's what I no, want to know. It was the Joker as this disguise, and it's a very in-depth disguise. Like, his facial features have shifted. It's not just, like, pancake makeup. It's yeah, not, he gained, like, it's, 60 pounds. Like, yeah. yeah well, we know like, how good all these people are with makeup, Aaron. Oh, right, right, true. <laughs> Everyone so, Gotham is a professional makeup artist with prosthetics. So, well, like, well, when... Yeah, so Batman is, like, looking at the, the footage from last year in the Batcave with Alfred and Robin, and and they are, like, trying to figure out who the, the guy was that was yanked off stage and didn't get to perform and blah, blah, blah. And they start manipulating on the computer. I'm like, this is not, like, just pulling something off. This is, like, totally changing the physical <laughs> dynamics of someone, like, to make it appear... <laughs> changed his hair and then lowered his eyebrows which you can do not like i don't know about you aaron but i can lower my eyebrows can you do that jake with your face (laughs) i just really but it was like the physicality of the person it told me i know i'm kidding yeah it did it was (laughs) i really like that batman has uh like saved in his clip art for photoshop joker's hair so he can just like punch that in on anybody's like (laughs) 
are you Joker? No, you're not Joker. Are you? Oh, you're Joker. I got you now. (laughs) This is a big step up. Big step up from uh, Mask of Phantasm, where he just drew with an orange marker a big smile on the picture. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That movie is perfect. You mind your tongue. Um, (laughs) So, so, so I guess that I guess that kind of answers my question. I mean, do you agree, Jake, that it was? that it was the Joker in the disguise the first time. Like, why would he do that? Why would he be yeah. that random guy? I was, I was trying to see if it was like supposed to be a potential like origin where like the first time he was just a uh, guy sure. and then he became the Joker and wanted to take it over. I just, the fact that it was a year, like right. if they were like three years ago, I'd be like, Oh, then that was like who he really was. And maybe yeah. that's part of what drove him over. I think, I think Ben, it was the Joker trying to legitimately show that he's funny because in, I believe it was, um, the killing joke. When we find his origin, wasn't he a failed comedian? Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Huh? So, this is so like a nod to that. Yeah. I think it's a nod to that. And I think it's like him trying to be like, Oh, in this disguise, I can show that I'm actually funny. It's him. Like, with his last grasp of like a quasi reality of saying like, I want to prove I'm actually funny and not like the Joker terrorizing funny, Mm -hmm. but I can actually do my jokes and stuff and get legitimate praise for it. Um, I don't know. I can get get behind that. Um, Yeah, I can get behind that. I think the the proof leaning towards that would be that it was only a year ago and that the entire show happened. Right. Should not have all happened in a year. Um, So otherwise, I I definitely think I would I would read it the other way if it was a little bit more time. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. If it had been more time, it'd been a little bit cooler. But I love that it's not necessarily told to us and so that just feeds into the mythos of the joker where his origin story is multiple choice like you can Mm -hmm. never really know at what point did he become the joker who was he before like if this is not who he was before you know is he pulling uh that personality out of his own past a little bit like the nod to Mm -hmm. killing joke and all that like i thought was really smart by not answering those questions like we saw in mask of the phantasm a potential origin for the joker but like if you start mixing all of these things in the same universe like it it muddies that water and confuses his original story and i love that's one of my favorite things about the joker is like every time that they try to tell us where he came from it contradicts Uh something else and so you don't really know what the real story is and I like that. I like that mystique about the character. And I think, you know, actually finding a real origin, I think would be, I don't know, maybe disappointing and anticlimactic if, um, if he actually oh, did, yeah. you know? Yeah. So at this point we can never say like what the def- definitive is like, that's never right. going to happen. No, I don't think that's which I, I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so a couple things about the condiment king. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jake. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say I was gonna kind of have some things I want. Yeah, if we're gonna go back to the condiment king, uh, but to wrap up the Joker a little bit, like I love that the whole story ends up. You know, he wants to prove that he's a comedian. He wants his name to go down in history as the funniest person in Gotham, as the biggest clown. And yet, he just wants a damn trophy, Jake. He just wants a trophy. <laughs> It's true, he does. (laughs) At the end of it, he's getting the laughs for all the wrong reasons, right? He becomes the butt of his own joke, quite literally, with Mm -hmm. his pants down uh, Mm -hmm. as he gets arrested. (laughs) And 
you know, it's it's a nice little tie up to the story for him. Um, you know, he yeah. you can see him change. It's no longer funny to him. It's no longer a game with him and Batman. He's he does not like when people are laughing at him, not for him. Right, you know, he does not. Yeah. Which I'm sure he will in in uh, enact his revenge at some point. Yeah, I'm sure he'll just forgive everybody and get over it, and, or just you know sit alone, angsty in Arkham for a while. So yeah, I think that's yeah, probably that what he'll do. Seems like his mo for sure. Yeah, totally. Uh, speaking of mo's, let's go back to uh, the Conjuring King here. We have. Um, I really enjoyed at the beginning of this when Batman's driving around and you hear the like news or whatever that he scoffed at. Mm-hmm. Um, the Condiment King is described as a male costumed extremist, yes. which I thought was very funny. <laughs> um, and doesn't like that's narrow probably down. something they abbreviate <laughs> in Gotham now. So, <laughs> right, right. An MCE. We got an MCE. <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> um, yeah. He has some. He has some good puns in here, like he has in the other ones. Mm-hmm. I really liked his parting. It's such sweet and sour sorrow. That was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, he does. Uh, he falls in his own ketchup and slips, and ends up landing on Montoya and Bullock's car. Which I thought that was a good tie. Died. Him. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batman did not fire that grappling hook. Like he was going to hit the street if they hadn't been there. Which is interesting. Hmm. Would hitting a car be less painful than hitting the street? I feel like they would be about the same. Well, I think a car has a little bit of give. Um, <laughs> And it, you know, lot, you're but... taking like five feet out of the fall, so maybe that changes it. I don't know. My physics five aren't. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> it would because of your acceleration, but probably not that much. So, <laughs> no, right. Well, plus he lands with his yeah. back. I mean, he his. They said he went to the hospital, but like his back was probably broken landing on those tanks and all that, like on the top yeah. of the police car. Yeah. Uh, mm. Buddy is probably not going to have a good week <laughs> or two <laughs> coming up. No, I don't imagine he will. No. So I really liked that um, they made a distinct difference. You know, this is Buddy Standler, and then in the comic books uh, that we talked about last week, it's Mitchell Mayo. And I like mm-hmm. that there's a difference in these two characters. Um, that yeah. Uh, the inspiration for the Condiment King uh, in the comic books is a guy who he's he's legit crazy and like he's mm-hmm. doing this on his own free will and right. he's he's made this personality himself he's not being mind controlled or manipulated and then they they gave him a different name so that you do have two different characters and um the two different outfits are fine like i i still think this is the superior outfit but uh i i think <laughs> Mitchell Mayo is the superior name so yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, well, this is yeah. the outfit that you used, Jake, to inspire your um, Buffalo Chicken Bandit that That's you great. did for me <laughs> one year. Yes. Buffalo um, Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any any All final right. thoughts on this lovely uh, episode? Uh, I think we covered everything I had. Uh, yeah, just uh, the final thoughts on the costume and the character and everything. Aaron, I know, uh, I don't know if we've done it as a Week in Geek, but I know that you've dabbled in the Harley Quinn um, HBO yes. Max cartoon or the original, the DC app cartoon. 
Uh, yeah. You need to keep pushing and get to season two because oh, one yeah. Mr. Condiment King does make his appearance in the Harley <laughs> Quinn cartoon. Oh, I'm excited then. And yeah, I just haven't I haven't had time to watch it. It's finding time when no one's around because the boys may not watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's definitely at that questionable <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, quite so. Yes. So, yeah. The deal. Thanks. Yeah, I'll, to, I'll keep tuning in. So, uh, well, reviews? But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I um I enjoyed it. I always love a Batman the Animated Series episode. It was fun to watch one that I haven't watched a hundred times because <laughs> I, I haven't really sat down and rewatched the whole show. So it's when I do watch them, it's specific episodes that I you know want to see. So it was nice to watch one that wouldn't have been in that normal lineup. But uh, yeah, it was fun. I thought it held up. They get a lot done in twenty two minutes. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. Oh, I would I recommend am- the whole series. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you would. Well, that's right. I enjoyed it. I I haven't I hadn't seen it before. Uh, I like the the three villains, and you know I think the Condiment King was was great in here, and I did like uh, Pack Rat and the Mom uh, as well. I thought those were good, and I like Joker. Joker just being like he just wants a trophy and be recognized as the funniest in Gotham, and and then <laughs> when they're battling on the helium balloon. You know, he's like, dying is easy, comedy is hard, and just, like, his self-reflection and wanting the recognition, I, I liked. A little bit different side of Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I I enjoy this one a lot. Um, I, I It's not one that I've watched as much as the other ones, like Ben said. Um, I really like the idea that, you know, the Batman animated series did create some of its own characters, and some better than others. And this is almost kind of a little bit of a meta episode where it's like, oh, look at these silly costume characters. But then you uh, juxtapose those with the Joker, who, you know, this is the definitive mm-hmm. version of the Joker in my mind. Like, I think it's the best version. Right. And so you have this standout villain next to goofy villains, and they're almost kind of making fun of themselves a little bit, or at least pointing out yeah. that, like, hey, you know, Batman has serious threats, and then he has non-serious threats. And that's one of the enjoyable things about the character. Uh, I love mm-hmm. the costume designs for all three of these goofy villains, and I thought it fit into the season really well. You know, we're doing a nice. villains takeover, and having three goofball villains show up that don't right. really matter is kind of uh, what our show is all about. So, <laughs> totally, absolutely, <laughs> great. So, uh, what's next, Jake? So, if uh, you guys are reading along with us, we are going to do my second pick for uh, the Villains Takeover season. Um, and part of my okaying this episode and okaying a Batman a- animated episode uh, was this one was written by Paul Dini. And we are, oh. yeah, uh-huh. we are going to read a comic written by Paul Dini called oh. Dark Knight, uh, not spelled with a K, but uh, it's a Dark Knight, a true Batman story. Um, by Paul uh, so check that out okay. read along with us and tune in next week for that episode awesome cool what did we learn Aaron it's that time again to do another one of our cute little skits no it's time to learn the day's lesson and to find out what it is we turn to the wheel of Batman wheel of Batman turn 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 
Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Oh, Ben. Um, there are so many to choose today. Uh, <laughs> spin the wheel! Spin the wheel! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, we, we learned, gentlemen, that spanking dick is slightly less, uh, slightly less cringe and a little more kink. Um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment. I have to go and not attach my name to this episode. <laughs> oh. Ooh, thank you for listening. I'm Ben, your sunshine. Thank you, got Pam. And uh, I can't wait to see where we go from here. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. Thanks for tuning in. I'll clean it up. And I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. Thanks, you guys, and we'll catch you next week.